Hello, and welcome to Swerve's Bar, a podcast about Transformers comics, Transformers toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts with me here. Howdy, I'm Computron. And I'm Kilobyte. Today we start off our journey through the IDW 2005 continuity with Megatron Origin. Both Computron and myself had read the series already, but this is Kilobyte's first time and we are excited to hear his thoughts about the series. But before we dive into that, let's take a look at some fun, interesting facts. Computron, take it away. Alrighty, so before we dive into the fun facts, let's talk about some of the uh, rather statistic. I want to say statistical, but uh, released information, should we say. Um, so the first issue was released on June 20th, 2007, and then the last one was released October 24th, that same year. Uh, Eric Combs wrote the entire series, and Alex Milne r- drew most of it, but uh, Marcelo Materi, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, yeah, he uh, drew a little bit. Anyway, back to the fun facts. Uh, did you know? Did you know? The GoBot that Megatron kills, his name is Cycle, was actually reused somewhere else. So in a reprint, they changed his name or his color scheme in this and said that he was a different bot that just so happened to look like Cycle. Uh, Another one is this series was originally intended to be six issues. Two issues that were truncated were supposed to follow Megatron and his mentor, which would be later used as Terminus in this continuity in a uh, flashback. And I'm going to let uh, Kilo take away with his thoughts. Yeah, uh, something I want to add. I did not know uh, those fun facts, so that, that was pretty cool to know. So yeah, I'm going to give you a short summary of what the comics cover. And so Megatron Origins shows us the rise of Megatron from a low energon miner to the leader of the Decepticons, a group of oppressed Cybertronians. In addition, uh, we are introduced to the leader of the Autobots at the time, which is Sentinel Prime, and the lengths he goes to in order to stop Megatron's uh, ascend power. Uh, with that said, we will be covering our favorite moments, uh, topics, and scenes in Megatron Origins. So this is your spoiler warning if you haven't read it. If you're interested in reading the comics, we encourage you to read. And then once we finish, uh, come back to the podcast and enjoy our thoughts and our awesome. opinion. All right. Shall we get into it? Uh, we shall. Uh, who, who, who wants to go first? I'll start first. So I like this series because it shows the change of Megatron like he starts off as like uh, someone who's definitely shown like they never killed anyone before and you can see that when he like accidentally brutalizes the the guard and then by the his first first kill kill, and by the end of the series he doesn't care like he'll just off someone out out because they're in his way that was like that was pretty trigger yeah like the trigger that Made Megatron, Megatron. And then yeah. I also thought it was pretty funny that they, uh, Megatron killing a GoBot, essentially, but then they retconned the, the side kill. But that, that was funny to me. And like in the first issue, there's this one guy, I think his name's Clench. He's got like the face that looks like a scorpion. And when Megatron yep. is trying to like kill someone, he says, Finisher. Which reminds me a lot of Mortal Kombat, which I thought was funny. Yeah, uh, I don't remember uh, that that 
tax scene, but I, I might have to go back and check on it. I remember. I even looked that up, like, literally on the wiki. I was like, okay, I got to know if this is a reference or not. <laughs> and right on the wiki, it says it was a reference to Mortal Kombat. So I was like, oh, okay. There's a lot of fun stuff in here that are references. Uh, uh, I think one of them was a reference to Gladiators. Like, I think this is one of your yep. favorite scenes, Computron, when Megatron takes off his helmet. Yep. Spoilers for my part. <laughs> but one of my favorite scenes is with Soundwave and during this comic run he kind of plays as like a spy for Ratbat and who is a senator at the time but then when you know everything goes down Ratbat's just like freaking out and getting ready to leave but Soundwave betrays him and turns him into a cassette is that what yeah. that was? Like, because it looked like he was pouring something out of Rat Bat and like turning it into a called cassette, it and that's what Operation it was. Allocate. Yeah. Uh, was it relocate resources? Yeah, I think Something. so. Yeah, yeah, I think he he just took the spark and he's like, "Now nah, you're coming with me." Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, "You're my pet now." Like the whole Soundwave Rat Bat. You remember when Rat Bat? Like they introduced Rat Bat, right? And in Ratbat's introduction scene, you you can clearly see he's a dirty senator. Like that's clear as day. Yep. Um, but he's talking to this um this this figure on the right. Is that figure Sunwave that he's talking to? I don't recall. Because like there's a piece on the episode like, oh, uh, sell off all of this stock and you know wait for the crash and then rebuy into it. Or, you know, there, there's that entire scene where you can clearly see he's being an absolute uh, oh, dirty senator. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, in that scene, he's talking to another bot. I'm like, I can't tell who that is because you can only see their waistline. Doesn't look like Sunwave's waistline, but like to know that Sunwave was essentially Ratbat's uh, secret agent that eventually screwed over by. But was that in that scene? Was he talking to Sunwave or was that? I would have to look at it again. Like I literally read it like last weekend, and now. <laughs> I don't know. It's like fresh gone now. Yeah. So I'm going to look at it again. Yeah, I, I remember the scene. I just don't remember uh, the hit we're talking about. I'm kind of okay. looking at it real quick and see if I... So those are some of my favorite scenes. Who wants to go next? I can jump into it. Okay. So unlike, unlike Kilo here, you know, you and I had the... You know, we come in from... We were coming from when we already finished the entire series and we're looping back. Oh, yeah. It's like... So that's also like one of my favorite things is catching stuff. You oh, miss, it's my favorite. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my, my entire favorite season or series out of the where there's two and it's, you know, more than meets the eye and lost light. And I absolutely love their art style. And then I eventually, you know, we come back to Megatron Origins. I forgot what the art style was like. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Alex Milne. It's like the guy I love. Like, I love his drawing. I love his art completely. It's like, okay. I like the, the darkness around the outlines of the bots and yeah. like some of the bright colors that come make it stand out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you can tell, like, he's really good at drawing neon colors, like neon lights uh, coming out of... Um, their bodies mm -hmm. and like he does it even better when we get to like mtme when you you know you can kind of see like he's perfecting his craft or there's, it's just yeah. a little bit more high def there's a little bit but, of that in the uh autocracy trilogy which is what we'll be reading next oh yeah. i forgot like you know i i remember the storylines of all of these and i just forgot 
the drawings because there's a stuff like you know there don't get me wrong there there are some art styles that are are just not my favorite art style (laughs) (laughs) we won't name names heart of darkness yep like you know when you have to like rotate the damn comic like three times to figure out what the hell you're looking at like perspectives like all wonky yeah yeah Yeah. that happened that happened to me uh i don't know if it's in the the next series that we're gonna read or if it was uh, in some parts of the megatron that i had problems sometimes figuring out what was happening because there were there's so many things scattered on in that page and i'm like is this an explosion is this like somebody's body and i'm like man it's hard So, but the, the art style is, is very good. I do like it myself. My next favorite thing, it's nice to see, like, you know, they're giving... So you guys have seen, like, the movie Gladiator, right? Yeah. Um, in the Gladiator, he kind of starts, you know, he, start, he starts from the top and goes to the bottom and becomes a Gladiator and then eventually dies. It's, to me, I'm like, when I'm reading this, I'm like, this is like the opposite of Gladiator. This is like... The entire revolution. He starts from the gladiator pit and works up to becoming a complete revolution. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't actually watched Spartacus, so yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but it, to me, it's it's nice because like you can just see the the one thing that really stands out to me is watch when you're watching Megatron fight, right? In those in those gladiator scenes, his eyes just become flooded with you know the lasers coming out of his eyes like he you know he he's in his bloodlust mode right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like you know when you first see him with his first kill his eyes start to do that glow and then like they just keep pouring and you know and they just keep pouring and pouring out and so i'm like damn okay uh he gets completely brutal but like what alex Mound is really good at drawing you know sure kudos to um you know, kudos to Eric Holmes for writing this, but like what Alex Mellon is really good at drawing is, you know, this is the most piece of shit guy that everybody hates in all Transformers. But in the comics, you're really empathetic toward him, towards him, right? So right, while you start seeing that more throughout the series. <laughs> maybe not so much in all <laughs> Megatron, but <laughs> maybe not so much there. But um, it's really interesting when, you know, you get to see him kind of transform into this husk of pure rage that he is. And then that'll actually, I'll actually uh, get back to another thing about that a little bit later. One of my other things, and this is actually kind of really short, is I when I first read uh, Megatron Origins, I didn't realize when they first got captured, uh, you know, like the two bots that were sitting right next to him. And mm-hmm. like, he kind of like brutalizes like this op this cop or whatever or somebody that was like watching over him the yeah. two guys that were sitting next to him were frenzy and uh rumble i was like oh shit <laughs> okay <laughs> and like it wasn't until later that he gave them the color change and then i'm like shit i gotta go back a couple pages was that really those two dudes <laughs> like <laughs> and i love sound like he's, he's my the favorite real question is, uh, who who was who is frenzy red or is he blue is rumble red or is he blue <laughs> Well, Rumble's red, Frenzy's blue. At least I thought it was the other way around. Nope. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I've, I've seen I've seen Rumble. I am blue. looking at my Soundwave cassettes right now, and it <laughs> says Rumble and Jaguar because they don't want to, you know, say Ravage. Uh, Friends, it has Rumble as red, and on the other side where it has Laserbeak and Frenzy, Frenzy is blue. Okay. However, however, does anybody care? I mean, there are a few. I don't. I, I just think they're, you know, fun. Yeah. They make a great chaos. Let's see here. 
Like looking at my notes real quick. Um, so the next thing that I, I really like is uh, the transformation of Megatron's armor, where he, you know, like as gladiators progress, their armor gets better and better and better until they look like this outstanding looking uh, individual, especially like during the Roman times, the better the gladiator, the better armor he got. And it was so fun to watch Megatron transform from his mining gear all the way to his traditional color uh, gray outfit and, and, you know, with like some red to it. But as well as I'm going to kind of dive into my next topic after this, it was really good fun watching them, but it was also really interesting with that transformation, watching the transformation of the sigil of the Decepticons, because in the beginning of the book, it was completely a, a completely different sigil. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, it morphs over the comic. And so it morphs with the transformation that Megatron's going through until he finally becomes the Megatron that we all see. To me, it was very good attention to details over there. And it becomes more spiky, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. And it switches some spikes around because some of them were kind of like grouping down. So. And then on my last topic, uh, speaking of Megatron's gear, we get to witness this, and I believe this is the only time we ever actually get to witness this, though kudos whoever read the comic and Kilo reading this, because you're only going to witness this once, and that is Megatron taking off his helmet. But here's the thing. You need to really pay attention to uh, the shape of his head when he takes off his helmet, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a flower shape, right? Yeah, I could say it, it looks kind of like a flower, but it also... I think I, I see know. where you're going with this. It looks like... I know, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. There is only one more time you're ever going to see uh, a flower in this series. And so pay attention to the shape of Megatron's head. and it Because it's shaped like a flower, to me it was. And because it'll be very important later down the road when we talk about flowers next time okay i'll keep that i'll put that on my Kilo, do you have any fun favorite things that you like disliked uh yeah no i i like we've mentioned before the the art uh style is very good and uh, i think it's very well detailed and you can distinguish the characters and everything so i really like that i felt like sometimes i got lost in the art and it could have been just me reading it and then trying to it's very mesmerizing yeah it is. Uh, I just felt like it, it was on some scenes where they're kind of like doing the, the conflict. I felt like it, sometimes a, a limb would mix with a, another bot's body. And I'm, I'm like, what What am I looking at? But other than that, it was, I think it's very good. I, it could have been just me not really looking at the details or it could have been the, the program I'm using to, to read them. Uh, but I, the other thing I do like is Sentinel Prime's armor and, and this version of him. I like the the coloring and all the because uh, he he's the the kind of the leader of the the Autobot police force uh, in Cybertron. So he he's very ruthless and he's very uh, like in command of all the the Autobots. So it's like whatever he says, they'll they'll do. Uh, so I really I really like that. Uh, and through this comic, uh, reading Megatron's origin and and seeing how he he became the leader of the Decepticon, it made me rethink of my affiliation. I've always I've always kind of been Autobot. But I'm like, oh, I, I can, I can follow this. I can, I can become a Decepticon. You know, it's, I, I feel like rising up 
for what you believe and for to be to no longer be oppressed by the regime uh, of the primes is something that I can I can follow. So I thought that was very cool. Uh, and again, we've we've mentioned the the Rat Bat Senator. Uh, I think that was pretty cool because the, the Rat Bat I I always remember was the that and seeing him here as a as a senator, I'm like, whoa, this is this is different. But I I, I dig it. And then when the the cassette conversion happened, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So you're you're taking this uh, Rat Bat from from being a kind of like a a senator that works in the dark and kind of uh, mix things to go his way. Are you becoming becoming him more of a kind of an animal and kind of making him your? It was kind of like a tables were turned on him, right? Yeah, yeah. So from from being in power, now he he's the one that serves Soundwave. So I think that was very. Cool. Oh, that reminds me of another cool scene that I thought was awesome. So like. There's this part where they're trying to equip Megatron with a new weapon and they notice that like he leads with his right hand and they give him a fusion cannon and Starscream says something along the lines is like fairness is something the other guy has to worry about. And I thought that was really on point. Yeah, that's a a very good. Uh, Is there anything else about the comics we want to talk about before we move to the next segment? Oh, I got another. I think that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to talk about. The fun read. Fun, fun read's read. good good time. I highly recommend it if you have not read it already or if you've read it already and you want to read it again, it's definitely worth it. And yeah, kinda kinda look for those hidden details and kind of see if you can ruin the right. box. Uh, I, Especially if you want to reread it too, right? Because like there's a bunch of stuff that you know, this is the first comic of the entire IDW series. There's already a bunch of shit like I completely skimmed over and didn't yeah, care yeah about. i was like when i was listening to you read it the first time there was like a few things i was like oh he picked that up and i didn't or they'd be like oh he should he should be paying more attention at this one spot for later but yeah it's definitely a good time should we move to uh transformers toys i know uh computron you have a new toy would you like to nice. talk about it do so boiler alert i have a idw megatron model not necessarily a transformer toy but an actual model with the autobot badge Ooh, how does that happen how does guess that you have happen? to stay tuned in for more yes stay tuned i still don't know myself so you'll be going <laughs> on this journey with me other than that like i think still to right now like i still think i have like two top favorites one is the uh the sound wave uh you got me uh the masterpiece one and then the other one is the tarn action figure that you and i just happened to luckily get even though you got the combiner and i'm gonna be honest with you i got plenty of shelf space just maybe not for super big toys <laughs> like, like the new uh ship that just came out the Rodimus. yeah that one's pretty isn't it yeah yeah i want it I was, uh, I've, I've been eyeing it so i might add it to it. once i i read the comics anything about that is like it got sold out like during it of course it did yeah. kilobyte yeah. you have any new toys you want to talk about or the latest toy you've gotten or anything you've seen that you uh, think is cool well, i've gotten three toys recently which was the 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 optimus primal from the kingdom the netflix kingdom toy line i got rat trap and then i got vertebrae i think it's called the little, the little raptor uh and i think they're they're very good i, I remember uh seeing some clips of beast wars when they were when i was younger and i have i had friends that had the the cheetor toy that was maybe two feet tall uh, so i remember the toys i don't think i ever had uh, some of them some like trying to see if i can maybe start a collection and get into the beast wars 
Yeah, these tours were a fun time. Um, me personally, I got this cute, adorable stuffed Grimlock for my birthday, and it's sitting behind my uh, two monitors. It's great. I love it. It's watching it's over good you. Time. It's watching over me. I need to sew its uh, bottom feet together so it has more stability when sitting down. Otherwise, he does the splits. And then he just goes head first into the ground. <laughs> yeah, that, that that plushie was very was very cute. I saw the webpage and they had some other cool ones there. Yeah, as well. it's it's awesome. I love it. All righty. Um, shall we move to the next segment? Yeah, let's go. If we have anything, and then it's everything in between. Uh, this can be anything in between, I guess. What what's between a comic and a toys, guys? Please help me. The cartoons, the movies, <laughs> the video games, movies. Yeah. Uh, we got one thing right off the dome. Uh, I'm playing. Go ahead. Oh no, just I was going to mention that Computron's been playing the War for Cybertron video games from High Moon Studios. Right. All that fucking line right from under my feet, man. This is your first time playing that, right? What do you think so far? Um, I'm gonna say I came in thinking it had some sort of relation to the Baver stuff. So I started off with kind of like low expectations for it. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, I've only watched like the commercials of it. And when I did, it was just like brief glimpses of the commercials. And so when I would see the commercials, I'd see that they would do that Bayverse transformation. And I'm just like, oh, nah, I'm good. And now that I'm getting into it, I'm like, oh, this storyline is way better <laughs> than it was like made from like the Bavers. Right now, I'm loving it. Um, I'm loving that you get to play both factions. Uh, you start off with Decepticon and then you go to Autobot. You haven't I, finished it though, right? The first one I I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. Um, yeah. but I do want to say from the Decepticon point of view, it was stellar, it was great. Uh, you know, me playing a Soundwave because, you know, Soundwave, you know, my name's Confutron, but Soundwave's my favorite. I can't tell. Um, <laughs> don't let anybody say otherwise. otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for the second one. You'll love the second one. We don't talk about the third one. Yeah. But just wait until the second yeah, one. Yeah, third one doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely a trilogy. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's just two, and that's it. Some reason it magically ends at two, and we've been waiting for a third one third for a while now. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. Such good games. The, uh, the multiplayer is so fun as well. What was your Twitch uh, channel called? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Computron. All of his O's are replaced with zeros. Awesome. Yeah, you can watch him play more Transformers. Maybe we can get him. Maybe we can get him playing Devastation. Ooh, Here's that one's a good time. Between. Here's another thing that's in between. Oh yeah, show me what's in between. Cosplay. Oh, that's right. I think we should talk about that one next time for our viewers. Sure. What do you think? Keep them, keep them on their toes. Yeah, we should. Okay, we could also like submit a poll. What people Ooh. think? Yeah, what they think the cosplays are. Yeah, yeah. That's you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail .com. Send us your thoughts, comments, feelings, or what you think uh, we cosplay as. Ooh. Yeah. Any questions? Anything else? Yeah. I got nothing. That's been our show. Have a fantastic week and until all are one. Until all are one. Until all are one.